Welcome to the Mindfulness Academy podcast. I'm your host, Amy Morgan, and today we have with us Rona Dixon. Welcome, Rona. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I really appreciate it. I'm looking forward to it. We're already having fun. Yes, We're jamming. Yes, 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 getting started. We are. We're having a blast already, so I'm excited for the conversation. Me as well. Let's All right. Do it. Let's do it. Well, I'm going to go ahead and introduce you. You have quite the impressive bio. So Rona Dixon, creator of Road Trip to Wellness and Odyssey Wellness Coaching, has more than 25 years of experience in the health and wellness industry. As a lifestyle wellness practitioner and creator of the Road Trip to wellness podcast. Mm -hmm. Rona loves to share holistic wellness information combined with age-old healing rituals and practices learned through stories, education, and personal experience. She is certified 200-hour yoga instructor since 2019 and holds a dual certification in mindfulness and meditation and spiritual wellness life coaching, which we will definitely be talking about because that is a really cool aspect yeah. to your to your journey and yeah. what, what you offer. So um, we will hop right into this, Rona. And um, I always like to start with a little bit of how we met. Uh, this was also through Robert Ola Miller. Yes, Robert, he's so great. He is. We all love Robert. We love Robert around here. He was such a great interview. He's he, awesome. He's been on the show and he's introduced us just to to, to some wonderful humans like yeah, yourself and um, such a kind-hearted man. So um, he's been on the show. We talked a lot about pain. He taught us about some straw breathing, mm-hmm, which I mm-hmm. have been using because yes. I told you I, I moved. Yeah. Our family moved, and that requires some straw tools. breathing. Yes, you, you do. Tools. That's how I like to look at it. So um, I'd love for you to tell me a little bit about um, – where you came from, where, where you grew up. I know you've been yeah. in Indy since, what, you said 96? 97. 97. 96, 97. Yeah, yeah, somewhere in there. Yeah, uh, my best friend and I moved here to Indianapolis um, in 96, 97, uh, just kind of on a whim. We were living in, I'm from Evansville, Indiana, so southern Indiana, and um, we were ready for a change, and she was moving here to teach. And I was like, I'm going. <laughs> so my parents were super excited, but... I did it anyways. I only had $500. I think about that all the time. I'm like, what were we thinking? What were we doing? A little bit of money. And I'm like, I'm going. And so I've been here ever since. Um, I've done some really, really great work here. Like you said, about 25 years in the health and wellness industry. I've been, that's all I've done since I've been here. I've, and then, you know, little side things on the side, but um, health and wellness has definitely been, um, you know, I've been on that path the entire time, uh, and it's just been a great. It's just been great. It's been great. I love Indianapolis. Um, yeah, it's been really cool. Well, excellent. Yeah. And so you've taken these yoga courses. So a little bit of your training and this twenty-five year path. So you've you've gotten your yoga yoga cert, yoga certification. <laughs> now we should think about that. <laughs> your your yoga certification. <laughs> Um, what other kinds of trainings, um, have you done and what does it look like? I, I know you've been teaching training or you've been teaching yeah. yoga, yeah, um, yeah. but what other things, tell me more about that journey be, beyond 2019, you know, yeah. maybe before that. Um, well, I, um, have a degree from Vincent university. Um, that's where I went for college, um, after leaving Evansville, um, and then went on to IUPUI, um, for, um, I just have a, just a basic degree there. Um, just general studies, um, but and that was because I had done so much in that time span. I ended up finishing that just a few years ago, um, 
And uh, that's just, yeah, just weaving along through that journey and just, yeah, yoga. Um, I got off track myself. I'm sorry. <laughs> you had so many <laughs> things up. that you, you've um, accomplished. So The yoga teacher training came in 2019. That was kind of a surprise for me. Um, I have never been, I've done lots of group exercise. Um, I've worked for the YMCA's. Um, here in Indianapolis and in Evansville before I came. That's kind of where I started in Evansville was at the YMCA's. Didn't you help establish a YMCA? Yes, we opened the Avondale Meadows YMCA um, over on the um, near east side of Indianapolis off of 38th Street. Um, Helped open that as the wellness director there. Um, That was a really, really cool experience. But yeah, I've been involved with the YMCA's for a very, very long time. Like I said, that's where I got my start. And came here to Indianapolis and continued working with the YMCA's and some other organizations. Then moved into working for Indiana Black Expo in health promotions as their intern. And stayed there for just a little bit. And then left there. um, Did a little bit of work on my own. A little bit of consulting work in health and wellness. And then um, left it all together for a second. And got more into event planning. Um, Working in nonprofit, I've been in nonprofit mostly. Um, of course, you know, there's always conferences and things like that. So events are a huge part of the nonprofit world. Um, so I've always done kind of event planning on the side. Um, so I worked with um, a friend and my cousin's wife in bridal and event planning. So I did a lot of bridal shows. We did that a little bit and then jumped back over into um, nonprofit um, and then ended up working for the Indianapolis Urban League. Um, before that, I was at, went back to the YMCA's, um, and that's when I opened the, the Avondale Meadows YMCA. Left there and went to the Indianapolis Urban League here, and I was there for four and a half years. Um, while I was there, 2019, I got my yoga certification. Um, just because, and I think we'll get into that a little bit later, like how I moved into everything with uh, mindfulness. Um, But after I left the Urban League, um, I left that in 2020, just before the pandemic. I quit two weeks before the pandemic happened. I had no idea that was going to happen. I was like, what? I don't know if that was a good idea. But um, it ended up being great for me. Um, That's when I decided to just uh, go ahead and kind of move a little deeper into spirituality. I think sometimes we don't even know when things are happening. We're just kind of nudged in that direction. And so... I took that and I was like, okay, maybe this is something I needed to do. My best friend was doing a certification through Natural Wellness Academy already. And so she's like, you should take a look at this stuff here and see what you think. Looked at that and I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to do this meditation thing. And yeah, I think I'm going to do this spiritual wellness part thing. Um, I come from a family of preachers and teachers and elders and all of those things. So kind of spirituality and religion is just in your blood all around me all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so that just seemed like a beautiful path for me. And it has been. It's been amazing. It was an amazing journey. It was pretty intense. The mindfulness and meditation part was pretty cool. It's pretty chill. It really kind of, you know, changes your mind and shifts, you know, do a lot of mind shifting in there. Uh, But then the spiritual wellness part came and it was really intense. It was super intense Um, just because of all of the perspectives and you're growing and learning yourself and you're like, is this for me? Which one do I do? You know, should I be believing this? Should I understand? You know, so you just have a greater understanding uh, and a better worldview, I think, um, is what I came away with. So, yeah, it's been an amazing journey. Amazing journey. We will come back to that part yeah. because I, I, I would definitely like to talk a little bit more about there, um, what you did there and 
yeah, what what that meant for you on the other side. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll hop back into that in just a moment. Um, I I always like to ask what mindfulness is in your own definition. Yeah, yeah. Mindfulness to me is present moment awareness, um, intentionality. I know what I'm doing right now. I know um, where I am right now, and I'm focused on what is happening here. I'm not concerned about what's happening in the future. I'm not concerned about what's going on, you know, what happened back there. I'm right here in this moment, and this is what I can control right now. So we stay here. We focus here. Um, That's really what mindfulness means to me. A lot of power in the present moment. Mm -hmm. I love Mm -hmm. that definition. I'm wondering if you have a, a mindfulness routine of sorts. I do. I do have a mindfulness routine. It's kind of changed a little bit. Um, Tell us about that. I think that's important for people to hear yeah, how things change. Yeah, and it, and it can change. Sure. I, I think people should know that. It doesn't have to stay the same. I mean, this is your journey, right? Um, it's personal to you. Uh, and so I start off typically, um, my mindfulness routine is waking up in the morning before my feet even hit the ground. Um, typically, I'm hitting my phone for a meditation. Uh, and that's typically on YouTube. Um, or I have my, you know, echo dot over there in the corner in my bedroom. And I'll just, hey, Alexa, can you play, you know, some mindfulness and meditation music? And so I just take a few minutes before I even get out of bed or I listen to a meditation. Typically at night, that's how I go to sleep. And that's really how my journey started as well. It was just because of those racing thoughts and things like that, I couldn't go to sleep. So I always had a meditation on at night, um, affirmations, something like that, just to kind of quiet that and get me to a moment where I could just and go to sleep. Um, And so I've just stayed with that. Um, That's typically how I start my mornings. Um, Like I said, before I go to bed and I've incorporated also recently, I've been using cacao. Um, So, you know, raw cacao, I've been using that. It's a beautiful plant medicine. Uh, and it's really used a lot to really open the heart. It's been used for many, many, many years. Um, Mayan people um, really um, brought that, you know, for people. And so I really use that cacao. I knew I was going to be doing in the spiritual work. I was going to need to open my heart a little bit more. Open your heart and have some compassion for the people, you know, for myself <laughs> and for others, of course. That's what mindfulness is as well. And so, um, yeah, I've been using that um, as part of my morning routine on some days as well. When I'm just not feeling like, you know, we don't wake up. I don't wake up every day seeing rainbows. Really? Guys, I don't. I really don't. (laughs) And so um, that has really helped me as well. Just get to a place to where, you know, it just helps me feel lighter. I notice that when I use the cacao that I feel lighter. I feel a bit more joy. I feel a little bit more happy. Um, And when I'm using the cacao, I also couple that with affirmations. Um, Affirmations have been a huge part of my routine as well, my mindfulness routine, because again, the thoughts that we are telling ourselves. And I can be a little bit of an anxious person. And so just to kind of calm those things, and when I'm using the cacao, I'm always reading heart, um, heart chakra affirmations. So it's just really, you know, I'm beautiful, you know, I open my heart to, you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, that has really, really, really helped and has just become a, you know, a routine part of my day. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And I know in your training, you talked about that you do, um, yin yoga and yoga mm-hmm. nidra, um, which are two of 
my favorites. Um, I would love for you to share with our listeners a little bit about what those two practices are. Mm -hmm. But before we get into that, this cacao, what, what is that? Yeah, it is. How are um, you taking that? It is the raw, I think it's considered the raw part of chocolate yes yeah, yeah. So, so like a little um, nibs mm-hmm, is that what mm-hmm. they call them the coke yep you can have like it. a coconut yeah, nibs. i have powder yeah and i really did a lot of research i had been thinking about it for a while um and so i use that to like i said um, just to open my heart but it's a, i use it in powder form um i purchased mine from soul soul lift cacao there are many places that offer it um, I worked for a smoothie store a few months back. Um, I was going to ask if you can put it in smoothies. Yeah, because we like to do smoothies. smoothies. So okay. people are using, yeah, lots of people are using it um, because it just does so much for your body. It's it's really good, great antioxidant. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's been it's been a beautiful beautiful journey with that. Yeah, I like that. No, okay, yeah. I didn't want to forget that part. No but but let's no let's talk about this yin yoga mm-hmm. and. Mm-hmm. Yoga Nidra. So let's start with yin. Mm -hmm. Tell us what yin yin yoga. Yin yoga is a more meditative, reflective style of yoga. Um, If you've done yoga before, um, you sometimes you go in and there's power yoga, there's hot yoga, and a lot of times that's all we see because that's all I saw um, back in the day. And I don't know. It was like that's too slow for me. I don't want to do that. Well, Yin Yoga is very slow. Very. <laughs> it's very slow. And Yoga Nidra, um, you call it no Yoga Nidra. You can say it either way. Is considered yogic sleep. So it's like you're in between that sleeping and waking. And it's said that's where you get a lot of the downloads. So. Um, in spirituality, if you're really connected, or if you want to be really connected, or if you really are trying to get some answers or some solutions, in that liminal space there is where all of that knowledge starts coming in. Um, a little fun fact um, that I read, Albert Einstein and some other really great, um, great people and philosophers would hold like a metal ball, and they would sit in a chair with a metal something underneath them. And when he fell asleep, that ball would fall. It would hit that thing, and he'd wake up. But then he would sit and write whatever came up. And that's when he would get those amazing thoughts and ideas because it comes from in that little space right there, you know, when we're in between sleep and wake. Yeah, yeah. I've never so heard that before. That a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. Uh, don't That's you worry. Cool. I will. Pretty That's cool. pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so yoga nidra, those and, and, and yin yoga, as I said, are a bit more uh, meditative and more reflective. In yin yoga, we hold those poses for, you can hold them for as little as 45 seconds uh, to 10 minutes. But once you get into 10 minutes and things like that, you start getting into more restorative yoga. Um but there, th- those are just minutes where we're just in the pose and you're not really stretching and pushing. We're not looking for any sensation. Um, we're not looking, pushing to pain. It's just allowing your body to uh, three, three areas that we focus on, finding your edge. And that may be just getting to the point of pain. And I tell people, back off a little bit. If you're feeling something, strain, anything like that, back off from that some. And then you want to allow your body just to take shape whatever the shape is, right? And you're just letting your body do its thing. The gravity of your body, you're just kind of holding there, hanging there, using the breath a lot. We find our stillness 
and we just hold that pose for anywhere, I do anywhere from two to five minutes. Uh, and so we may get through a good 30, 45 minute class, whatever is needed, end with some meditation. But yeah, it is a beautiful, beautiful, um, beautiful style of yoga. Yeah. I like that quite a bit. And then the Yoga Nidra, or Nidra, mm -hmm. um, however you say, um, want to say that, it, I remember it being, or I would describe it as being something where it is very much so a guided meditation mm -hmm. that's kind yes. of helping with a little bit of visualization. Yes, yes. So much happens. So much happens. And depending on yeah. the style of the teacher, too, as well, um, depends on, on what you get. But absolutely, much more guided. Um, a lot of times they, I've experienced it um, and taught it with uh, points of the body. And so we can do 61 points, typically 61, 62 points, I think, on the body. And it's not you, once you get to those points, um, figuring out, okay, what am I feeling? What's going on there? We don't hold there that long. It's just, you know, right hand, right wrist, right elbow, right shoulder, top of the head. So you're just passing through all of these points, just being aware. Just body you know, scanning. Just body scanning. That's exactly what we're doing. And yeah, it gives people a little bit more time, again, to quiet, be a bit more meditative and reflective. Um, some things start to come up, of course, you know, when, different, when you start coupling poses with breath work, emotions begin to come up because that energy, we're, we're working through that energy. There may be some stagnant energy going on in the body. Um, of course, the mind, you know, mental blocks and things that are racing through your head. But yeah, it just allows you to get still. Yeah. Get I like still. That. I like that. Thank you for walking us through that. Yes, of course. I'm wondering how mindfulness has impacted your life. How has mindfulness impacted my life? Most definitely um, for the better. Um, I'm going to answer to this as well. Um, slowing down. Like I said, I can be a pretty anxious person. And then just wanting to be busy all the time. It can be addictive. It, yes. I think that's just how we've been conditioned. What we, you know, we feel like we should be doing all the time. Doing, doing, doing. Go, go, go. And it allowed me to slow down a lot and really helped with my mindset. Just what I was telling myself, the things I was saying to myself, the way I was causing myself to feel. Um, whether it be guilt, um, again, anxiety, um, whatever I was feeling, it just helped me kind of quiet those things. Um, it helped me create habits. I'm not great at that. I really like to just kind of, I'm a free spirit, you know? We're just going to, we're going to, it's all going to be okay. We're going to do it. And it's like, no, you need to form some habits, <laughs> you know? Let's do this. And really, in my mindfulness and meditation training, that was part of the, that's part of it. You start off with creating these habits and getting into a daily routine. And that's really how I got into my daily routine. My spiritual routine was creating that habit. Every morning I wake between anywhere between four and six. I was doing that for a great while there. A.M. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. A. Getting up. Yep. Getting up and getting to it. So starting off my day with prayer, with meditation, um, sitting at my altars and just, you know, really adding in that prayer and meditation affirmations, whatever was needed. And sometimes it was just for a little bit of time. It may not be very long and then I would go back to bed, but it was just 
sometimes I was just, you know, we used to wake up and it's like, you need to be up. You're supposed to be doing this. And that happened a lot during my certification, the spiritual wellness certification. So I just felt like that was something that I should have been doing at that time. Um, but yeah, it just really helped me. Mindfulness has just really helped me create those habits. Um, and that has impacted me greatly. Yeah, deeply. Like that. Give you kind of a, a, a North Star of mm-hmm, sorts to mm-hmm. kind of work toward with your habits. For sure, for sure. So when you say things like, I, I, I wake up between four and six, <gasps> I can see, you know, if someone's a beginner and they're going, no, she's intense. Yeah, you don't have to do that. Guys. You don't have to be Rona. Okay, <laughs> no. let's be honest here, people. No, 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 no. Not everybody's no, going to no. wake up between four mm-hmm. and six, and that's not part of the bylaws mm-hmm. of mindfulness. But um, I wonder if you do have tips for beginners, because mm-hmm. I, I think a big part of it, we talk about it quite a bit on the show, um, is really it boils down to habits. I mean, it's kind of the believing that, hey, this is something that is helping restore me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's recharging me. It's something that is what I like to call a little miniature vacation Mm -hmm. from the craziness of life. Yes, yes. And we all need that. Um, I'm wondering, though, how this, it it boils down to habit. I know the belief and then the Mm -hmm. habit is kind of what it feels like to me. But I'm wondering if you have any tips for people who, maybe they are free spirits, and they say, I don't know if I can do this, or or I'm not sure if I'm doing it right. You know, there are all kinds of things that people will say at the beginning, but kind of tips would you have yeah I would definitely say like there's no right way to do it what's important to you what feels good to you what can you do that may be some something simple as and I loved this during our certification five breaths that was one thing I'm like five breaths that's it five breaths because that may be all someone can do if if I'm a beginner and I have no idea about meditation and there's so many myths and stigmas around yoga and meditation and all those types of things and so when you're trying to introduce those things to people for the very first time they're just kind of like you know they're looking at you like you're cross-eyed what what are you talking about so just five breaths every we should be breathing that's your life force right so really taking those full deep breaths a lot of us aren't even breathing properly I don't think people know that we're not, we're taking those shallow breaths, which a lot of times, and I'm sure Robert talked about that, that kind of puts you into that fight or flight, right? Um, because you're it's almost like you're hyperventilating. So if we're taking full belly deep breaths, um, that is really what's going to help calm that nervous system, you know, and really get you into a deeper sense of peace and calm. And so again, as a beginner, if all you got is five breaths, that's it. Let's do if all you have is three, let's start off with three. Right. Um, and then, like I said before, just creating those habits uh, doesn't matter how small they are. It doesn't matter. It could just be maybe it's just your prayer time in the morning. Um, you can do that anywhere. You can do that in your car. You can talk in your car. Um, you can turn on the radio. I have YouTube going, you know, just so even if I'm not able to watch, I can still listen. And that could be affirmation videos. It could be, um, they have so many on YouTube. Meditative Mind um, gives you uh, meditations and things like that. So it's just really just finding what works best for you and making it simple and easy. Last year, my word for the year was ease. And so that's what I prayed for all of the time. I just want ease, bring ease into my life. So if that's what you need is something easy and simple, make it easy and simple. 
it should be easy and simple. I always say that too. It, this is not hard and it's not rocket science, right? Uh, and then it's you. What works best for me? If that's all the time that I have and this is all that I can do right now, you can work your way up as you begin to learn more. But I think we do get in that space where it has to be like this. Well, she's doing it like this. And you see people on, people get mixed up because they're watching social media too. And you see all of these different amazing things going on. And you're like, well, I should be doing this. I should be lighting a candle. Maybe I should have this. And it's like, what if you don't have a candle? Like some people don't have a candle, you know? <laughs> we have nothing. So if you don't have any of those things, what do you have? What can you do? And you start there and it's okay. And you stick with that. And some days it's going to be awesome and some days it's not. You know, some days you get in there and you say, I have five minutes. Well, you get in there and you're like, I don't want to do five minutes. I only got this. I only have two minutes. Breathe, take it for the two and go on with your life. But I think really the biggest thing is I always suggest to beginners start off, do something in the morning because that typically sets the tone for your day. Amen. Right. Mm hmm. You get out there and you have all kinds of distractions and all kinds of noises that are happening around you. Life is loud. And so once you start off in the morning, nothing can get you off your track because you've already set your intention for the day. And you stick with that and you stay with that. You're on your way. Okay, so personal fascination of mine is people who have this deep inner why mm. that drives them because they're I'm sorry but there is something that's driving you if you're getting up between four and six in the morning there's something that is beyond Absolutely. oh I'm getting a little mm -hmm. what did you call it the cacao mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's more than I get a little cacao with my coffee yeah. this morning mm -hmm. what drives you I will say I'm, I don't always do that that was during training that was during my spiritual sure. wellness training so I felt Stop like it. I had to do that I felt like it was just and not have like like I have to it was more like you wake up at 425 you know what I mean every day and, and then finally you're like all right fine God I'm getting up I'm just gonna get up right I'm just gonna get up and I'm just gonna do this uh and then just um love for God you know yeah you just do it you do it because you know that's the best thing for you you, I know that in those moments, um, I'm going to get the best and the clearest answers. Um, and yeah, it just, it just made me feel really good to know that I was able to do that. Right. Uh, cause I'm not an early bird person like that. So if I could get up <laughs> between four and six, um, and then once I started doing it, it was, it just became habit at that time just to, and I was excited the more you do it. Um, you get excited and I was very excited to see wow what do you have for me today you know what am I gonna what am I gonna get to know today and so staying in that um, yeah you just find joy in that you know I did I find I found a lot of joy in that and also like I said a lot of days too some were longer some of those sessions were longer than others um, and then sometimes they were super short it was just you know 20-30 minutes the ancestors weren't speaking. And so I'm like, I'm going back to bed. Check That's it okay. out. <laughs> it's okay. We don't have anything to say to you today. You're doing great. Okay, thanks. I'm going to go back to bed. So, thumbs up for you, Rona. <laughs> yeah. I'm wondering if 
you have a favorite mindfulness practice. I do. I brought some things with me. Ooh, I did. So tell I us do. about it and then maybe you give us a little Yeah, training. and I did it today. I did it on um, my Instagram live today. I brought my sound bowl with me today. I just have a small Tibetan um, copper sound bowl. I love it. Oh, I, I can't wait to hear. the sound bowl. Um, and so I typically use those um, and do affirmations with those. Uh, but also I have, I start everything typically what, if I'm working with a client, if I'm just meditating at home with Psalms 23, uh, that's something that I learned when I was a kid at church. Um, I think, um, our pastor, when I was a kid, every Sunday, of course. And so it's like ingrained in you and you, when you're a kid, you just start repeating it and you realize that I've memorized this because I hear it every Sunday. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I do that. I say that every day. I feel like Psalms 23 just covers everything. You know, if you're worried about anything, if you need something, if you need protection, you say <laughs> Psalms 23 and you're on your way. You're like, everything is great now. It's like God's, I got yeah, you. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what it is for me. I'm like, I don't have to worry about anything. Great. All right, let's go. I'm good. So, yeah, that's typically... Um, that's something that's a favorite for me. Um, I would definitely say those three things. Uh, but sound healing has been beautiful. I've always wanted to try that. Mm-hmm. I've not been able to do it before. Yep, I just did it with my boyfriend. He is, he'd never done it either. And oh, cool. he was kind of looking at me like, what just happened? I'm like, hmm. So what does it mean, what just happened? Like, do we yeah. feel, what happens? Yeah, Tell us about some, sound yeah, healing. Yeah, some feelings. Well, um, it can be done. Sound healing doesn't just have to be a sound, a singing bowl, right? It doesn't have to be the crystal singing bowls. It doesn't have to be uh, the Tibetan bowls. It can just be music, right? Um, It can be tuning forks. Um, It can be so many things. Uh, But when we're using uh, the bowls um, or tuning forks or anything like that, that is able to kind of break up that stagnant energy that's in the body. And so, of course, I do a lot of energy things. Um, I'm not a Reiki healer or anything like that, but a lot of energy work, working with chakras. Um, and so really helping to clear those spaces in the body that may be um, that stuck energy um, maybe sitting. Um, and so it's able to just kind of clear those spaces um, and just had this experience with someone working in the heart space and did that singing bowl right in the heart space and going up the body I could feel that it was pretty easy turning but when I got to the heart space I could barely get the the little I don't know what you call it the little mallet yeah um around the bowl it felt like something in them was stuck like it really did and so I'm like first time I had experienced I was like oh this is so cool like stuck energy would you like sprinkling some cacao over her what are you doing (laughs) Just breathing and just because, of course, protecting myself as I'm doing it. But I could really feel that in different space. So I go back. I'm like, okay, it was easy here. Come back and it's heavy again, heavy again. And so just continuing. To kind of work back and forth. Yep, continuing. Yep, and breaking up that energy. And that's really what it does. It really kind of cleanses, clears out that negative energy that may be in there or that stuck energy that may be in there. It really leaves you feeling a bit lighter. And is that kind of what? What do people say afterward? Is it definitely lighter and that, refreshed? Yep, definitely, definitely. I feel lighter. Um, all sorts of stuff. I've heard, yeah, lighter. Typically, is that I feel different. I feel a little different. Um, people are shocked at, depending on what has happened. I just experienced a person that I did this on recently was 
shaking a little bit, like not full body shaking. But when you get when I got to that heart space, just kind of, you know, jerky motions and um, got done and was like, what was that? And I'm like, I don't know. And he's like, that was not me. Do you realize that? Like, I wasn't like shake. I'm like, I know. I'm just, you know, clearing you out. You don't have to worry about that anymore. <laughs> you don't have to worry about it anymore. So, yeah, it's pretty That's cool. neat. So, you do mm-hmm. kind of one on one sessions with yes. people to do one-on-one things sessions like that, too. And group sessions with people. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. One on one group. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All kinds of mm-hmm. interesting things yeah. that you offer. I'm wondering if you want to lead us in one of these practices. Sure. What, I would what, love which, to. What's one of the ones you want to do? Well, let's do the do sound bowl since you haven't experienced <gasps> that before. Let's do that. Everybody, this is my first time. I'm so excited. Can I do Psalm 23 as I'm saying it? Is sure, okay? you can. Go for it. We'll do that. Okay. Let me shake it a little bit. Okay. So hopefully, you guys can still hear me as I'm doing this. Try not to put this in the mic and make it super loud. So you'll hear maybe three loud dings here. And first, before we do those things, let's take a deep breath. Inhaling in and exhaling out. You're going to hear. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare the table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all of the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. One more deep breath. Good stuff. That is good stuff. I know, I know. 
think it's great. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> oh, our videographers always tell me, Jacob, he, say, he says, every time you guys do some sort of meditation on here, you get really quiet. I can't no, hear you. I know. <laughs> Sorry, Jacob. <laughs> it does calm us down so I know. much. It's like, you, you got to speak up. Jacob's so going to be asleep calm. over there. He's like, we're putting him to sleep. <laughs> Super oh, calm. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about your business. Yeah, when, when did yeah, you launch yeah. your business? Launched my business, sort of, because I've kind of been like dancing around it okay. um, since about 2018, 20, yeah, probably 2017, 2018. Okay. I did a couple of events for Road Trip to Wellness um, around that time. I did just three kind of events um, over a planner house and did a yoga and spirituality um, with a pastor. And she was also a yoga instructor. Um, and where I come from, that is awesome. It's like, what? So um, I had her um, do some things with me. But yeah, it started about then. Um, but then once I got um, through the spiritual wellness certification and the yoga certification, then that it, road trip to wellness really began to take shape. Uh, and so, yeah, it's kind of has been leading me along, um, able to share with so many people about mindfulness and meditation, about yoga, um, about holistic healing, um, and things like, you know, sound bowls, um, just things that people may not, um, just conventional things that people aren't typically used to knowing about. Um, but Road Trip to Wellness is really here to show people simple, practical solutions or tips to their health and wellness. Um, but now it's really moving more towards spirituality. Um, and so really sharing what that may be like for people. Because I think people kind of get that mixed up with religion. And it's like, no, 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 no. I, I don't have anything to do with that. You know, what you do there is with this spiritual space is completely personal to you. You know, this is your personal journey, your personal walk. And so, yeah, really helping people um, understand what that means for them. Um, typically, when people are beginning beginning this, um they're asking those questions like, what am I doing? Like, what's my purpose? I just don't understand, you know, why I'm here. What do I, what's my part in this big old universe, right? Uh, so small so, questions, yeah, right? Yeah, <laughs> so really helping, right, right. Okay. So, um, and that's exactly how I feel sometimes. Ooh. I'm like, oh, I don't know if person should be helping with this. But, <laughs> but. So, so how do you navigate, how do you help people navigate through that? that? I mean, you meet someone, they say, why am I here? Yeah. You do need Yoda training for that. Mm -hmm. So maybe you, you, yeah, you should yeah. think about that. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, you just, it's conversation with people. You know, people tell you a lot, you know, in conversation. It's just meeting people where they are and getting a good understanding um, of what they know, where they're from. Um, for me, uh, it had a lot to do with how I was written. Religion was a huge part of my life. The church was a huge part of my life. So really um, helping people just kind of, typically th when I get people, that's really what the kind of roadblock may be is, um, I don't know if I'm supposed to be meditating. You get interesting questions like, um, one of my favorites is, aren't you, when you're meditating, aren't you just filling your mind with nothing? I'm like, I don't know about your mind, <laughs> but my mind is never filled with nothing. Like something is always going on in there. 
Um, so no, it's not. It's not that. So having a greater under helping them understand really what it is, um, and then just uh, we'll, we'll do kind of an intake and assessment of um, just their needs. Um, holistic wellness. I really um, the company that I work for now. It's a nonprofit. Um, that foundation. It was Seven Dimensions of Wellness. Um, so that has always stuck with me. That's a lot of what I use. We use that in our spiritual wellness, um, my training there as well. Can but you tell really us what that of, is? Yeah. Um, like the seven dimensions of wellness. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry to interrupt, like, but I'd love no, to know. No, no, no. Or like the wellness wheel. Some people okay. call it the wellness wheel. Um, What's that entail? What, what are those yeah, seven things? Those seven things are spiritual wellness, occupational, intellectual, environmental, mental, physical i'm forgetting one more and it's not emotional but there's one more in there there's but one yeah, more you'll come back to yeah that. but it's all all of those things understanding holistically all of those things need to be in balance for me to be a whole person and be operating at my most optimal um at my best self um and we know that if any of those things are off balance um whether it be the spirituality part whether it be the emotional part, um, social, that's what it is. You said I was it thinking relational. Back. I was like, yep. I feel like there's social something wellness. in there. Yes. Okay. Um, but if any of those things are kind of off balance, then, you know, the wheel is kind of off track. And so um, if you're aligning those, if you're familiar with the chakras, I typically kind of put those with the chakras, each of oh, those areas. Yeah. And it's, and we're able to kind of work through what we need to work through. Um, so then of course, like I said before, if somebody is having, you know, that heart space, um, needing to work there in that area. Um, for me, it was a lot of the lower chakras. It was, you know, my root and really feeling safe. Um, do I have everything that I need? Well, I probably talked about that when he was here, feeling safe, resourced, connected. Yes. yes we yeah. did talk about that. Yeah, Very powerful so stuff. many people don't. Yeah. So, um, really getting those foundational ones, um, cleaned and cleared and balanced um so we feel uh, a bit more steady right um a bit, bit more grounded in those spaces and so then that's when you start moving up and you get into the heart space and being able to speak your truth with your throat chakra and really being able to see clearly and know you know exactly where you need to go right uh so yeah that's that's really a lot of that I love that. Mm -hmm. thank you for explaining that yeah, to us for sure mm -hmm. I'm wondering if there was something that drew you to your current line of work or your current position even, because mm -hmm. it seemed like it's been a journey, Yeah. but was there kind of this moment, I don't know if maybe that happened 2019 or so, when you just said, I'm going to call it quits here, and then, oh, we have a pandemic. I don't know if there was just kind of like this turning point where you said, I really want to dedicate my life um, more specifically to health, wellness, um, really pointed mm -hmm. uh, and spiritual yeah. wellness. Absolutely. Right now, I work with the Centers of Wellness for Urban Women with Rhonda Bailey. She's amazing. I've worked with her for a long time. Started off as a volunteer with them, um, sat on their board most recently, right before I took the position. So I couldn't be on the board anymore. <laughs> but um, yeah, I am the manager of wellness and health equity. Um, a lot of the work that I've done before um, was centered around that. I've done food access work, all of those types of things. Uh, but this position is specifically working with um, our Power of Retreat. It's called the Power of Retreat program, and it's really focused on mental health, 
um, of individuals that have been impacted by violence. Okay. Um, so I'm sure everyone knows um, the city of Indianapolis has one of the highest rates of gun violence. And so we are really working specifically with two neighborhoods to really help those individuals, whether women and families, that's specifically who our organization works with, um, learn coping skills like affirmations and sound healing. Um, one of my programs, a part of my program is called Sounding and Grounding. So teaching folks how to ground and stay calm in moments of crisis, right? Or how they can cope and deal with any trauma that they may be experiencing from that. So that has been an amazing uh, journey. Um, really excited about being able to connect with them to share these tips and techniques um, to really foster their healing within themselves and their families. And so that's been multi-generational um, impact mm -hmm, that you're mm -hmm, you're having now. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah, and a lot of individuals, um, they do. They are coming out to these sounding and groundings because sound healing is huge now. I mean, a lot of people are doing it. It's being offered a lot more. Uh, and so people are really um, relating and really getting engaged and really they're here for it. They're here for the healing. And I'm so happy about that. I'm so, so, so happy about that. If someone wants to try the sound healing, mm -hmm. are they kind of all created equal and or do is it kind of better to do it in person versus online or can you give somebody who's never really done that before yeah yeah some you can, tips you can work with somebody personally um i know several people that offer it you know in their work studios uh janine laniato uh, i hope we said her name wrong janine laniato she is called the breathing teacher um she was recently at my uh first power retreat i did a full day retreat she is amazing and she uses sound healing a lot you can do that one-on-one -on -one with folks um or they can do it in a group setting uh, you can do it um, online. And, I mean, as you guys are, you just listen to the sound bowl, right? <laughs> and you can still get the effects of the sound bowls um, or any type of healing like that, whether it's Reiki, you can do distance Reiki, anything like that. Uh, but yeah, they can experience it in person, um, virtually, um, any way they need the healing. We can typically get it to them. I've noticed a lot with the power of retreat, where, of course, wanting people to be in person to do this. But what if somebody can't, right? And what we're doing is it's the power of retreat. It's not the power of retreat. It's power of retreat. Helping people understand why you need to retreat and why the power in retreating. And so if you think about the word retreat, what does that typically mean? I always think about like war or a fight or something like people are retreating. You know, they're stepping back. They're stepping away. They're taking a break. And so... I'm seeing that people sometimes need permission to do that or they feel like they do. They're like, I can't do that. I, I'm so not much supposed to do. to do that. Yes. Yeah. You know, moms feel guilty. You know, I already spend so much time away from my kids. You know, I don't want to. Um, but it's necessary. It's necessary for your mental health. Right. It's necessary for your physical health. Yes. It's necessary for your health all around. Um, so really teaching people the power of that. Um, but in my program, Understanding that people may not be able to get there, A. Um, I worked with a young lady who she's just like, my mom doesn't know anything about yoga or sound healing. And she's like, if I say this to her, like, that's not going <laughs> to Not going to fly. <laughs> like, she didn't know anything about that. And I get that. I totally get that. But what can we show her that she can do? 
Maybe it is turning on her favorite gospel song in the morning. You know, what are some things that she does? Maybe it is carving out a little space at home where this is just for her. This is just for me, right? And this is my space. This is my spot. And this is my time. And people giving her the respect, whether it's 10 minutes, whether it's 30 minutes, giving them that time to be able to go and do that and really take that time to retreat. And are there different types of sound healings? Is, are there ones that are more maybe focused on the chakras? Are there ones that are, I don't know, I, I'm not sure of the different types. Yeah, that, I don't know that yeah. there are different types of it, uh, but can definitely you know, work for, sometimes some people are there. I don't talk about chakras. If I'm doing sound healing, it may be coupled with a yin yoga class. That's something that I have done. Um, so, um, or maybe it's just, um, sound healing and meditation, right. Or visualization. Um, so you can couple it with movement or it can just be that and just that. I just have this one small bowl. People have huge setups sometimes. Um, they use wind chimes. Um, I do have a set just of small wind chimes just because that kind of twinkling sound is just really cool. Uh, but I've seen um, African rattles. Um, oh, one of my favorite things that I have. I gave it away, actually. Um, but a rain drum or an ocean drum. Mm. And so I, it's just a round drum, kind of thin, but it has these little beads in there. And so as you move it around, it literally sounds like the ocean. It really does. Uh, I did it for one of my friends when I first got it. We did it in Highland Park, um, right off of New York and Highland. And she, when we got done, she's like, somebody was going crazy with the water. Like, is there a pool around here? I'm like, honey, that was me. That's the, that's the ocean drum. She's like, are you serious? Like, it's so calming. Um, if you've gone to um, Jamaica or things like that, some people come back with like the rain sticks. Yes. Yes. Something you can use as well. So just going back and forth, it's a really calming sound. So yeah, there are different types, um, but not any particular or special way that it has to be done or that you can receive it at all. No. Well, it has me thinking because as our, my own kids, um, they have these collections of, all kinds of fidgets and mm -hmm. things that are kind of more kinesthetic, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But it has me thinking, you know, while those can help calm them, mm -hmm. the sounds also could be a calming bit, you know, beautiful, just beautiful, getting, beautiful. I think the rain, mm -hmm. the rain sticks or yes. different sorts of investments in, in the calming mm -hmm. um, tools for our kids. That's a, that's a, that's a neat idea. Yeah. Just got me thinking about I that. I mentioned Jadeen. Um, she does a lot of social emotional learning and so she works with a lot of youth. And so that's what they do. Yeah, they're using more instruments. They can use instruments. Uh, she gave me a whole list of things. There's a thing called a kalimba um, that has these little use, kind of thing, 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 thing. Oh, is it like the metal? Yes. yes. yes What's yes, it called? Yes. I think it's called a kalimba. But okay. kids love that. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, being able to do the ocean drum and kind of tap on it. And, and all the while that you're doing it, you know, brings a sense of calm to you, you know? Yeah. I like that. That would be great for your kids. I think so. Great suggestion. Mm -hmm. I like that. Thank mm -hmm. you for that. I'm wondering if you could help define what spiritual wellness means. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What spiritual wellness means. Um, finding your life purpose and understanding exactly what that means for you. Right? Um, That's deep. Mm -hmm. 
that's yeah. deep. It can include your morals. It can include your values. Um, but it's again, I always, I always like to hone in on the part that it's personal to you. Yeah, it's your perspective. Um, it's not anybody else's. Again, it's not religion. We're not adding any of that in. It's those personal morals and values and um, understanding that there is something bigger than you in this world guiding you, right? Uh, and really finding that connection to that so you can answer those questions of what's my purpose? Why am I here, right? So that's definitely that's a big one. And you and help, it is big. It, you help guide people through that? Is that something so you can kind of be bit of a coach for helping mm-hmm. folks find yes. their purpose Absolutely. and define their Absolutely. values yeah. and I mean what what comes out of that after someone works with you so much I think you come away with a deeper connection to self because that's where it has to start you know we can't uh, move into loving someone um, or others until we start here with our own heart and our own self-love. So that is definitely what you come away with is a deeper connection to self. And when you have, and that takes, that you said it correctly, it's work. It's hard work, people. I'm telling you, it is not, which is typically why people don't want to do it. You know, it's like, "Mm, I don't want to go there. I don't, it's too, it can be, it's a lot, but you come away with that perspective like I know where I'm going now I know what I need to do now and that's shadow work I'm sure people have heard about that so define that for us yeah shadow work is just um going to those deeper darker parts you know of ourselves um like what every day we show you know our shiny happies right uh but when you're getting into the some of you know those deeper emotions start to come up it could be traumas you know things that um triggered us or caused traumas to us when we were kids you know so that may take inner child work right um so it's just really and that's something that we studied a lot in my training was the aspects of yourself you know and many of we have all different types of you know personalities and so being able to dig into those and really uh find out those things that may be triggering us, um, some of those things that may have caused a lot of trauma um, for us, and asking those questions like, why? Why is this bothering me? Why am I still feeling these feelings um, and these emotions? And so we sift through that and we get a greater understanding of those things so we can move forward and move you know, past them, okay. get some healing from them. It does sound like that would be. It's a lot. I'm not going to believe it or not. It's a lot. And so when someone signs up for something like this, is this a a six, 12-week sort of thing? Is it a, hey, you can come and kind of get some general guidance, and then if that's good for you, that's good for you? Or Mm -hmm. how does this arrangement kind of work? Yeah, yeah. We can go as deep or as, um, we can do as much or as little as you want. Sure. We can go deep if you want to go deep. Um, You don't always find people (laughs) because you don't you don't find people that really want to do that I don't know that I really wanted to do that right 
Um, but you kind of felt called to it. Yes, you just, I was going to say, yeah. but it, I think it was. It I can't say. I think I know. It's been part of you know. It's just part of my destiny. That's this is what I. I have to do this, right? You know, I just have to. I, I don't have another explanation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, it's there. It's in my heart. It's who I am. And I just have to do it. Yeah. And so when you know that, and then, but you also know on the other side, you come out on the other side. You can't see that when you're in it. Sometimes you're in the trenches. Um, you, yeah, you come away with, you're just blown away, I think, with your evolution, your personal evolution, right? It's it's a beautiful journey. It's a tough journey, but it's a beautiful journey. It really is. And you find that Truly. those changes stick. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. You absolutely do. Mm-hmm. I like this. So one of the things I want to talk about, you are bringing mindfulness to the black community. We've mm-hmm. talked about this. Yeah. Tell me about that journey and why it's so important well it's not just me of course Um, I'm doing my teeny tiny small part Um, but why I said that was um, because of my background my upbringing Um, like I said I didn't know anything about any of this yeah and so I was like what what I don't no way you know crystals and you know all of those different things you're just like huh come on um, and those are just aren't they, they were not things that I had ever heard of or learned about or was encouraged to um, use in my life. And so being able to that was really the reason for road trip to wellness. Uh, of course, like I said, working in the health and wellness industry for so many years, um, you see a lot. Right. Um like I said, food access uh, and insecurity, obesity rates, um, infant mortality, maternal and child health, like all of these different things. And you, you're like, what is happening? You feel like you have no control. I'm watching these things happen. I'm on the front lines trying to help folks. And everybody sometimes is not on the same page, right? And so I just said, you know what? If y'all aren't going to do it, then I'm just going to go over here and do it myself. Uh, and so that's what I did. That was the reason for Road Trip to Wellness. Uh, and then knowing and understanding uh, my family, uh, I got the inclination early on that my grandfather was a preacher. Um, my dad is a minister. My uncles are. Um, I always knew I was probably going to be doing that. But I was like, I am not going to be up there like my grandpa screaming. And I'm like, well, I'm not supposed to do that, right? Um, So this is my way. I had to find my way of being able to bring it to my people. Uh, And so I'm grateful that at this time that people are a bit more receptive to it. Uh, And so much is happening that I think people are understanding, like, we have to do something different. Like, we can't keep going in this way. We can't keep living this way. Um, Because we're walking in fear a lot of times, right? Just waking up and walking outside. It can be nerve-wracking. And so helping people understand that there are ways to cope. Uh, There are ways to get through you can breathe you can do so many things uh to really heal 
to really, really heal. And it doesn't always have to include, not that I'm saying that this is a bad thing to go to the doctor, you may need to be on medication, but that's not always the case, right? Uh, so helping people understand that there's more than one way to get to your healing. And even if that is the case, you can still supplement you that. You can still supplement that. They sure. can work together. It yes. can work together. It really, really can. Here's so many people, my doctor said, but my doctor said, yeah, I get that. But what else can you do? What else can you do for yourself to really uh, help be instrumental in your own healing, your personal healing? And I think when we take the reins, um, a lot of times it's understanding I have control of my life, right? I have control of what happens to me. And so really being able to help people advocate for themselves and, um, again, take charge of their own healing. Yeah, I'm here for it all. It's a lot of empowerment. I like I like what all. you I like what you're saying there. Mm -hmm. um, I'm wondering what your clients typically say when they first come to you really work <laughs> okay <laughs> is that the most going really work because a lot of times they see me with like crystals and stuff I always have some crystals in my purse or um, in my pocket or something like that and I'm like those things really work you know and the, you people are sitting down and you're like okay we're gonna meditate and they're like one eye open like what is this really are you sure you know and that you know part of it is you know Believing in your own healing, you know, and understanding, again, there's more than one way. It doesn't look the same. No, I know it doesn't look the same. This is spiritual work. You know, we're so used to the physical world, but this is spiritual. So um, the unseen, you can't see that, right? And so just having that faith and that belief that this is going to work, this is going to heal me. Again, not saying that you don't need your doctors and things, right? Uh, but yeah, just just having that understanding. I'm wondering, what's typically the first step? If somebody says, I really like that Rona. I think I might want to do something with her, but I don't really mm -hmm. know what to do. Mm -hmm. Can you help me understand what the first step might be for someone to work with you? Because you have a lot of modalities. Mm -hmm. Um, is there kind of a little bit of discussion maybe to figure out what might be first or sure. help, help me out here. Sure. Cause again, everybody's not into this stuff. Everybody's not into sound bowls. People, not everybody wants the crystal. Um, that may be too overwhelming for them. Or again, it just may be like, I don't know anything about that. Like what else, you know, can we do? Uh, and so that may begin with just, um, uh, what we called in our training mind dynamics and really uh, having a discussion about your mindset. Like what do we need? What are, what are some barriers, you know, to your goals? What's holding you back? Uh, and so really trying to figure those types of things out. Um, and from there I can kind of, you know, ask a few more questions and get in there and really get a sense of um, where we need to start. Uh, and so, yeah, we just talk a little bit uh, and then I can ask, I do ask people, you know, well, what do you think about this? Or what do you think about that? And like I said, some people are like, I don't want those crystal things. Like, I don't know anything about those. Or people call them the rocks sometimes, which really annoys me. Like, I don't want those rocks. Amethyst. Thank you very much. <laughs> Have some respect. <laughs> so, yeah. Just, she has a name. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, that's carnelian. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, just 
um, yeah, we, we figure out what works for them. Maybe none of that. Maybe it is giving them scripture, right? Because that may resonate more with people. I found early on that working um, in the African-American community um, and with individuals that I was working with, tarot cards or oracle cards or things like that and no absolutely not that's not good which is why i have affirmation cards i saw those yeah that's why i use affirmation cards because giving somebody an affirmation that's a little different right uh than saying okay here's a tarot card reading and this you know the fool says you know they're like we're not supposed to be doing tarot cards you know It's just not something that every, it's not for everyone. And so getting a sense of that, I can get a sense of that from people as well. Um, Some of the things that they may be open to doing, some things that they may not be open to. You know, sometimes you do have to go in a little softer. And so um, you can do that. We can do that. And so we just figure that out along the way. Um, I won't introduce things that, you know, you don't like, you know, or you may not be comfortable with. Um, So, yeah, it's just finding that comfort level with individuals uh, and then having that discussion, seeing what they're already doing and how we can kind of play along those lines to make it a bit more simple and a bit more easeful for them. Uh, And then we just work from there, work from there. Like I said, if some more people are used to church and scripture, if you really look at it, it's pretty similar right and so I can find a scripture for you on meditation you know people are thinking like I said people are we just filling our minds with nothing no actually there are scriptures you know first Corinthians has one there's all the things you should be thinking of you know things that are true true noble noble pure you know meditate on these things Mm -hmm. it gives you clear direction right there meditate on those things so if your mind is filled with nothing, what should I be thinking about then? And so really helping people understand that. Yeah. And yeah, meet them there. Yeah. I use the power of the Psalms. I brought that book too. Um, like I said, I did Psalm 23. And that is a softer way, you know, for people introducing them to something. Those things are familiar. You know, everybody knows the Psalms, you know. Um, so everybody that I have worked with. Um, and so being able to give them those tools like that that are familiar to them and doesn't seem so out of the box and you know out of the norm you know feels a little safer for them so yeah I like that and I'm curious what do your clients typically say after they've they've practiced mindfulness after they've practiced some of these modalities what's can you give me a sense for when they come to you versus after they've been doing this for a little while what kind of transformations do you see I didn't know I could feel this way didn't know I could feel this way yeah and that makes me pretty emotional even thinking about um yeah it was like that for me um and seeing that transformation in people is amazing because a lot of times like I said it's new to them they don't understand it they may not even believe it right but having them say I did not know that I could feel this way right um again I can be a very anxious person and so I told some of my friends uh before the pandemic I said had I quit my had to quit my job um the way I was feeling I feel completely different than I did three years ago 
And I just told them, I said, I don't know that I would be here had I not made those radical changes like that. And listening to myself and listening to that, you know, loud blame, like something is off. This is not good. Right. Um, And so listening to myself and advocating for myself and taking the reins and hitting the button saying, I'm, I'm done. I'm off. I'm off this roller coaster. I'm getting off and finding something that was a bit more uh, healing for me. Uh, So yeah, to to hear that, um, I didn't know I could feel this way or this is, you know, it's different, you know, sometimes you're like, this is different, but people keep sticking with it. Um, If it's movement like yoga, um, Rob and I had some really cool people when we did some work together. Um, I was amazed that sometimes it was just eight to 10 minutes of chair yoga. And we had people doing this and people would get on these calls and they're just singing my praises. And I'm like, eight minutes guys like we, but it was profound for them and you never think that I always think I need more time but they're like nope that was just enough that's just what I needed yep. to get me started and so to hear somebody say my wife is making fun of me this morning because I was doing yoga and she came out she's like what are you doing and he's like Rona told me I need to do this yoga so doing chair yoga you know yep. and then people inviting their kids to do that with them because they, their kids see them doing this movement yeah, it's amazing. And it's amazing feeling to know that those little things, you know, like I said, no matter if it is seven to eight minutes, I don't think it's enough. It was perfect for them. Yeah. Just what they needed. That's, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. I'm wondering if there's um, a daily strategy that you would tell folks just one thing that they could do to be a little more mindful. I think I said it earlier, start the day off setting your personal intention um start it off like that that's going to guide the rest of your day and that gives you total control of your life and your day because the second you walk out oh the second really the second you don't have to walk out of your house anymore the second you pick up that phone you get people get on social media they do nope don't start there like i said i could still be laying in bed And before I even look at Instagram or anything else, I just flip hit the YouTube button and I pull up a meditation and that's where I start. It could be 10 minutes. I just do what I need. Right. But start off with, yeah, start off with setting your intention. Doesn't have to be long. It doesn't have to be anything major. Maybe you just say, you know, I just want more peace in my life today. I don't want any drama. I just want peace. I just want peace. That's your intention. I just want it's that peace. simple. Yeah. I mean, you that's just, the thing. That's the thing about mindfulness that I always try to remember is it, we, it you can do it with ease. Mm-hmm. Like you said earlier, mm-hmm. it can be very simple. Mm-hmm. doesn't take any special equipment and it doesn't have to take loads and loads and loads of time. Nope. It does not. It's available to you every minute, every minute, everywhere. It's super accessible. Yep. It is super accessible. You just talked about um, setting an intention, and mm-hmm. that's a, a pivotal part of the glowy daily reflection mm-hmm, practice mm-hmm. that I've included in my book. There have been several yeah. things along the way. I thought, yeah. oh, that's part of the glowy daily mm-hmm, reflection mm-hmm. practice, so mm-hmm. she must like that kind of part of it. Um, I'm wondering if you would join me in sure, doing that, yes. and then we'll wrap up hearing a little bit about um, how folks can learn more about you. It sounds sure. like you're on Insta and whatnot, and yeah. so absolutely learn about that. I'm going to 
like I said, invite you to begin here to do the glowy daily reflection practice. So uh, I will tell you what they mean and then we'll go back through real quick and you can tell me what you think about each of the areas. So um, it is an acronym. Glowy is Mm G-L-O-W-Y. The G stands for grateful. So something you're grateful for. Maybe it's a few things Mm -hmm. on a particular day feeling Mm -hmm. awfully grateful. The L stands for lift up. So the things in our lives that need help may need resources time Mm -hmm, money mm -hmm. other people Mm -hmm. um or for someone else that you really just want to kind of intercede for them the o stands for observe that's a big part of Mm -hmm. mindfulness Mm -hmm. is observing what's going on inside and around us Mm -hmm. the w is for wholesome intention Mm. so setting an intention maybe for this moment for this day for this year Mm -hmm. could even be as we're we're here at this point in the year and the y is for you are so that is your affirmation. Hmm. Maybe, to, maybe to say, "Yeah, you know, you are." And you're gonna move yourself on a, a beautiful note. Yeah. So let's start with that G. All Tell right. me something you're grateful for. Well, I am grateful for moments like these to be here, invited on someone's podcast. Never thought I'd be here, so I am super grateful <laughs> for that. <laughs> well, we're grateful to have you. So right back at you. Grateful. Um, the L is for lift up. So something for you or someone else or a little mix, whatever you feel. I'm going to lift up my niece. Um, she lost her breathing to a baby. So it was at a funeral last weekend. So yes, I'm going to lift up my niece and her partner to an Evansville, Indiana after their loss and her twin babies. She has twins. And so her twin baby girl. So mercy. Lift her up, please. (sighs) Big time. Her and her family. Big, big time. Mm Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing that. O is for observe. So something you're observing could be in reflection to maybe what you just said or something else in this moment. That's that's a big thing to process. Mm-hmm. It is. And that's only been a week out, so mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. a lot. Processing just myself, that's mm-hmm. a big deal. Yeah. Observing. Um, What kind of example probably um, for others? Uh, making sure that I'm that's always in my head. Um, so I'm always checking and observing myself, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, yeah, to make sure that, yeah, I'm, I'm a good example. I'm a good walking example for people. Good, good, good. Um, your wholesome intention? Is more peace probably, yeah asking for more peace every day every day no i'm going to change that so my word for this year is breakthrough Ooh, do so tell me about that some intention is breaking through well, i told you before that i could kind of dance around things a lot okay because i'm a virgo and i just want to thinking about it guys i got to get it perfect <laughs> right i got to analyzing it all and i want it to be perfect for you i want it to observing that's what i just said observing that i'm a good walking example um but wholesome intention is to just break on through. I'm just going to break on through. Yeah, that's my wholesome intention. Break on through as in to a next level or what's, Whether what's that mean? Whether it be barriers, next level, um, yeah, both of those and all of that. Yeah, just breaking on through. Um, just really um, not holding back, not holding back at all. I'm just breaking on through to the other side. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And the why is for you are, so you get to give yourself a little self-love. Yes, so Rona. I to say that. I am, Rona, you are loved. I am loved. Thank you for the love here. 
thank you for the love, everyone out there. I'm just so grateful because I love you too. I told you I've been doing the cacao. I'm opening my heart, so I'm just <laughs> brimming with love, guys. Watch <laughs> out. Here comes the open heart. <laughs> Everybody gets the love. You get some love. You get some love. You get some love. Everybody gets love. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. You're cracking me up. So this is the chance where maybe you get a little bit more breaking through. Yeah. Tell me some more about your website. Tell folks where they can learn more about you, how they can connect with you. If you want to share with us if you have any particular endeavors mm -hmm. that you want to share about or yeah. socials, drop it all. Yeah. Tell us. All right. Tell us all. You can find me on Instagram at Road Trip, the number two, wellness. Um, my website is roadtriptowellness.net. Uh, you'll find some information on there about meditation and things like that, um, what I offer. Um, Facebook, Road Trip to Wellness. You can find me there. Or I have a personal page too, just Lorona Dixon. You can find me um, there as well. But if you need anything else, just give me a shout. Um, if you need anything from Siwoo, I'll go ahead and plug Siwoo as well. That's where I work. It's my day work. Uh, but doing a lot of uh, the same work, but specifically around mental health. Um, and um, individuals, like I said, have been impacted by um, trauma um, due to gun violence. And so, yeah, you can find me in that space as well. Yeah. Wonderful. I'm here for you folks. I'm wondering if you want to read a, an affirmation card and then I'll wrap us up. I will. Thank you for asking me. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. All right. I'm going to shuffle these cards, folks. Mm. Let's see what comes out for you guys today. Oh, that one fell out on top. And this says, I soothe away anxiety and stress by choosing to do things to help me relax. Didn't I say the power of retreat? See that? That's how it happens. That's where it is. That's where it happens. We soothe away anxiety and stress by choosing to do things that help me relax. So you can soothe it all the way yourself. Thank you for sharing. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. It's been wonderful. Yeah, I love it. Thanks so much. Well, we'll wrap up here. From my heart to yours, may you live with ease. This is your host, Amy Morgan, signing off.